welcome to the Mad Trio podcast. This week we have the California Pariah, Jonathan Charney, James, the Fat Man, Stevens, Hello. Rob, the old guy from the Rob Charney Show. And this week it's just us. Ryan apparently de- Ryan apparently <laughs> decided to take his ball and go home today. Oh boy, his ball. His ball. I so, thought he was ballless. Ooh. His girlfriend keeps it in a jar in her, her <laughs> nightstand. So apparently NBC has a reality show competition that involves an ultimate slip and slide, which apparently Uh-oh. is on a short hiatus because of a case of explosive diarrhea. Ah, yes. I heard something about so this one. There was a, it's really it. stinky. <laughs> so there's, there's a picture. I don't know why. Whoever chose this, there's a picture of a white slip and slide. So they, they didn't realize why it was actually yellow back in the day or, uh, okay. or a darker color. They yes, decided right. to make it bright white. Got to make it bright white. And That's so right. there's there's the picture of the old, you know, gonorrhea all the way down this uh, this slip and slide, according to avclub.com. <laughs> the bastion of all knowledge. Uh, I'm not sure <laughs> if I'd go that far. Um, so I just, I just thought this was the... the you know the the perfect way to start the show because you always expect that in a reality show you always you always think what, that, diarrhea yes hey you know <laughs> you see some of those shows <clears throat> you wonder how some of those people don't have ex- explosive like, diarrhea like survivor the fact there's not somebody oh, there <laughs> like there's not somebody retching and pain and blowing out of both ends um, oh yeah there has been is it, so oh it's a, yeah, it's, so a, it's known, a, a known thing. If you're a Survivor fan, you know that uh, there've been people sick, they people puking, people having. They talk about food problems, <laughs> yeah, and that going well, yeah. It's, well, yeah, the Survivor show was it. The Naked and Afraid had that often. Yes, they did. That um, seemed to be a highlight for Naked and Afraid. Well, yeah. Oh, they got sick again. <laughs> I, I, I that's the one show I never understood the premise of. Somehow it get dropped in the middle of like the Congonese forest, buck naked. You know, with a camera I wasn't crew. Really sure, I wanted to watch it much either, just because it was naked and afraid. And then you know, I got bored during the basically the shutdown that we had. The COVID. And I, yeah, the COVID shutdown, <laughs> and I ended up watching a few episodes of it. And I ended up binge watching a few seasons <laughs> of it after that. Too and funny. I really liked it because you're stuck out there with nothing, and you can pick a couple things that you want to bring, but you're out there with the bag, and it's interesting to see how creative they get to survive. And you know, the naked thing. It, it's, I mean, if you really think about it, hundreds and hundreds of years ago, we really didn't have much clothing or clothing at all. Yeah, but you when also... When we were out and surviving. Yeah, we had community. I know you're going to go there because you love talking about community. No, I, I was going to say, we, <laughs> did, we didn't have a fully clothed uh, cameraman carrying 50 pounds worth of batteries True. with a 4K uh, camera uh, as, as he's like zoomed up on some of his fonts. Well, and it's inevitably going to be digitally blurred. Yeah, but the funny thing is there was a guy that actually, I, he basically got kicked out of the whole competition because he stuck over to the camera crew's camp and stole some food uh, uh, from them in one of the episodes. Because <laughs> he was too smart. He outsmarted them. But stupid. No, he wasn't. He was idiotic because they have trap cams out. <laughs> they have trap cams to catch them if they get up and do something in the middle of the night. 
No. And they caught him doing that. They came up there like, are you going to be honest with us? Come on. <laughs> so according from the rap, which alleged, which alleges that as many as 40 crew members on the upcoming reality show competition have developed symptoms of intestinal, uh, the intestinal disease Giardia by by <laughs> symptoms, we mean a new and profoundly unpleasant understanding of how the water slides probably feel given the series hosted by couple of comics is about con contestants navigating a 65 foot tall slippery yellow slide it's funny the pictures i've seen it's bright white yeah um, what i want to know is what did they eat that caused this <laughs> well Uni I universal mean, hold on universal lady oh, could drink yeah but water probably wasn't chlorinated they're probably yep Universal later confirmed the waterborne Giardia parasites have been found on the set. Uh, Ultimate Slip Insiders reported most of the way through its eight-week shooting schedule in the outbreak hit. Yeah, so basically they were using a water source that wasn't treated correctly. Yeah, exactly. Probably most, most likely, I bet, without seeing it or really seeing any pictures, it's probably at some sort of lake. You yeah, know? who knows? It could be or just in a you know, closed pool system that they built with sandbags and stuff and <laughs> they do that, you know, for movie sets. I just, I, I just, I just think the, the idea is hilarious. Everybody's think, oh, this is going to be another stupid reality show. We're going to be <laughs> make a bunch of money, and now they have a story they're going to tell for the rest of their lives. That forty crew members are waiting in line in a couple of uh, you know blue porta bodies, probably in the middle of a lake. Somewhere. Jeez, <laughs> a shame. So uh, they, they signed the waiver for it. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, you get what you get, I guess. So the uh, a bad case of diarrhea. Happiest place in the in the world is opening up. Okay, the uh, world or land? Because <laughs> land's been open. No, nah, it's it's so Disneyland Resort. Yeah, this are you talking about Dolly World? Oh yeah, I am definitely Dolly World <laughs> with its Twin Peaks. Uh, um, uh, uh, Disneyland it's, it's Resort, yeah, will draw mask requirements for fully vaccinated guests and end restrictions on visitors from outside California starting Tuesday. That's tomorrow for you lot listening to the show. It'll be July fifteenth, since we don't give a time frame. I I am I am curious though about something. Is doesn't showing how doesn't that vaccine card not actually violate HIPAA rules? Well, so this is they're going on the honor system. You don't have to show anything. You just have to be honest. So they expect everybody that comes to Disneyland to be honest. Yeah. Potential so, lawsuit. There'll be no no longer be physical distancing requirements. They're uh, they're not going to. Uh, you can self determine distancing, whatever that means. That means if you're you're too close, you're in my space right now. Get away. Wait, has 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 said reporter or anybody at Disney ever actually been to the park when it's fully open? Distancing it, distancing as Disney is not having yeah. the guy next to you standing on your foot. Can you see everybody pointing? Get back, get back! You're in my space. Get back, you all! You get away from me! Oh, you're too close behind me. Yeah, I, I could see that happening. Do you think I'd get in trouble if I went there and brought a cattle prod? Mm. Yes, six foot electric cattle. They yeah, probably won't let you in because probably the security <laughs> the security guy is probably going to think it's a, a selfie stick and therefore they can't have it. Yeah, because well, if he comes up and inspects me, he's violating my social distance. <laughs> That's right. That's my social distance. You're too close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there a meme of this where uh, officers up at a guy's window and it says, you know. Is that weed? Do I smell weed in this vehicle? He goes, yes, because you're not social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> no, just say you were on, just say, hey, I just got off the set of that slip and slide show, so I'd be careful. 
So face coverings will be required indoors, except with dining for people ages two and older who are not fully vaccinated. So all you have to do is, even if you're not vaccinated, go there and say you are. Yeah, that's Disney will much not, as much go. as yeah, much. Disneyland will not require guests to show proof of vaccination, and instead will reply on the honor system. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, so that really makes sense. Um, hmm. Okay, Disney, I give you a lot of credit for. I mean, everybody's... a lot of businesses are doing that too. They're saying, "Oh, you don't have to wear a mask if you're vaccinated." Right. But we can't ask if you're vaccinated or not. The, the... And I mean, there's hundreds of people that go in and out of places all day long that are, I guarantee, not all of them are vaccinated. So how can you, how can you? like some businesses require the that report card i heard like some states or countries are requiring you to have your vaccine your cdc card you get a card this white card yeah says so CDC I'm, I'm, on it. I'm i'm curious why aren't they requiring that even though to me that still seems well there's, questionable i think james brought it up there's hipaa that's involved with it you don't have to disclose any medical john or yeah, John. Was, but, okay. the, but if they're like whomever if some places are requiring this card on entry because let's be honest. Dick, so you have a choice to show it or not. So let, let me let me frame this argument. And it's if, a private business. They have the right to serve, you know, so give you service or not. Let me let me put it this way. Okay. If if I was somebody who uh, was it, it uh, a scam artist, I would be cuddling up next to anybody who was coughing, get COVID, and sue the ever living but Jesus at a Disney because I got a, a, a highly contagious, deadly disease. And waivers aren't technically all that. So if you're dumb enough to put yourself in that kind of position where you may not survive, you're taking a bit of a crapshoot on it, aren't you? I, I, hey, I, let me go out and get COVID so I can sue some little company that probably doesn't have money anyway, or the insurance company is no, no, going to no. pay for it. Disney. Oh, well, Disney's Di- I'm, I'm talking about like Disney. So go to Disney. Disneyland, cuddle up and next to the And you wait until somebody's coughing, yeah, assuming that they have them. COVID. Yeah. Well, now you're going to have to prove that you caught it there. How are you going to do that? Selfie. Yeah, I don't got a selfie. Well, what, you, what you're going to say is I, will, I was at Disneyland. I was at a Disney resort for the last week, exclusive, never left the park. Yeah, and I came down with COVID. It came down with COVID. All right. Well, okay. You could try that. Go ahead. I dare you. So with that Since ridic- you're not vaccinated. With that ridiculous statement, <laughs> here is a lovely message for our sponsor. Today's show is brought to you by Audacity, the unforgettable party game for mischievous people. They have online monthly game nights on Discord, so make sure you stop by their Facebook page for event times and dates. You can also grab a free quarantine version of the game straight off their website. Audacity, the unforgettable party game for mischievous people. So apparently, Bill Gates and Jeffrey uh, Epstein have something in common. They both love NDAs. Bill Gates reportedly... (laughs) Horrible to his employees, and it shocks nobody. Former employees say Bill Gates... He learned it from Steve Jobs. He did. Former employees say Gates was the difficult boss who used NDAs to keep unsavory things hidden. And I I find it funny, because in this article article and numerous ones I've read, this is at uh, futurism.com, they're saying how Bill Gates has used NDAs, and he really kind of cultivated this atmosphere and this this thing around of oh he's just a nice lovable guy oh my god whoever said that about bill gates you've actually because after he left after he left microsoft he did the bill and melinda gates 
organization. Then you started seeing him hop up and talk about civil, you know, the, I don't know about civil rights, but all this, this stuff here, and he's trying to help the environment. And But if you talk to anybody who had anything to do with Microsoft on any level, especially higher up, everybody says he was an absolute nightmare to be around. I mean, I don't know if he was weird as Steve Jobs, who would, like, wash his feet the toilet and not bathe ever, but apparently he was a real pip to work with. Pip. Well, on your way, pip, on your way, way to becoming a billionaire, what the heck, you can start, you, know, you can make enough money and start pissing everybody off. Yet it was interesting, so, and this, this article says, the challenge of working under, under or around Gates has been something of an open secret for decades, according to Vanity Fair. Bill Gates and oh, his legal another team. another bastion of all things. Vanity it's, Fair. It's right in the air. It's right <laughs> in the name, right. Vanity Fair. That's right. It's like it's no right spin. It's right there. On the <laughs> it's like no spin. <laughs> That's right. And his legal teams generally keep details like his ties to Jeffrey Epstein or Epstein or the dude who hung himself in jail right in front of the cops and how he <laughs> let Microsoft's board in especially short order after an investigation. <clears throat> so I'm kind of wondering if this is all because of his, um, like his wife is leaving him. If all of a sudden his, his reality distortion field of Mr. Gates being a wonderful human being is all of a sudden. So my question with uh, uh, Melinda, right? His wife's name? Yeah. So my question for her is that she have an NDA as well. I mean, you know, you, you, she never came out and said anything. They were having problems apparently in their marriage for many years. And uh, he was known to sneak off and do whatever Bill Gates wanted to do. Yeah, so. I, I have a feeling that her sign because she was with him before he really became super wealthy. So I have a feeling that that her getting a lot of money. I have a feeling she got more than she was required to be by law because she was probably keeping something secret. Because I doubt she's stupid. Oh no, I anything but from what I hear. So. It's, uh, <laughs> she made me, cause now she doesn't seem to be afraid to come out with stuff. Yeah. I, I could see someone like Bill Gates being, I could see being Bill Gates's wife and being nervous that this, this one of the world's richest men can make me disappear type of thing. So I could totally I see. Yeah. I mean, you know, theoretically. Yeah. So, so I don't know. Uh, I'm not surprised that he's an ass. I mean, it just kind of seems to go with the territory of those guys from that time. Well, I, Isn't it interesting? Because all of Jobs and Gates and I mean, you just kind of hear goes, it about these guys. You it know? goes further back. You start going back into the, the early barren times and, and all that. If we just take our country alone, and it seems like everybody coming up that became ultra wealthy, for the most part, we're always jerks. Not everybody. Don't yeah, get me wrong. But. Sutler and uh, a few of the other guys that, from that time as well. I can't think of their names right now. Carnegie. Yeah. Um, those guys, I mean, later on, as you hear about their uh, their personal life, they were assholes. Yeah. I don't I don't think yeah. you can get to that How level of... <laughs> Oh, I mean, well, yeah. I don't know how much of an asshole he was, but I, from what I've seen, he was a weird, quirky, and probably a very angry man at times. You I, know? Definitely towards the end of his life, Howard Hughes was angry because the government really went yeah. after him. Um, yeah. I don't think you could get to that level of business without being an asshole like Trump, for example. I have no doubt he's not a particularly lovely guy to be around because he was... 
Especially if you're his daughter. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, as bad as <laughs> as bad as Trump may be in himself, and, and, and maybe I'm wrong. Of course, he's, he did pass it on to the kids, but it didn't seem like the kids were near as pompous as he is. But yeah. I don't know. I heard an interview with, was it Don Jr.? <laughs> on a podcast, a, a Chris Jericho's podcast, and he says his dad actually made him drive like one of the giant cats. He said his dad made him work on job sites, construction sites, and so, et cetera. So <laughs> How would his dad know from, from shit from Shinola? I'm sorry, but... Well, so this is, this is, this is, according, <laughs> this, this is according to Don all Jr. Right, all so, right, all right. It's like, so mileage may... Don't bullshit him on both. <laughs> you know he could have he he could have been he could have been driving the cat and he may not have been full-time etc but he could have been had some boots to the ground uh experiences uh, whatever you never know i mean i think i think he's probably full of it but yeah, uh, he probably had him sit in the cat and turn it on that's probably all he did because yeah. i doubt any of those construction guys want some rich jackass getting in their vehicle and fucking it up in <laughs> yeah. all honesty yeah, I'm, putting it, I'm putting it out there i doubt they were okay with that yeah and not only that all that equipment's owned by the unions and, and contractors that are all in there with the yeah. unions and they're not gonna let i'm sorry you don't have a union card you're not getting in this this cat or whatever it may have been that he thought he was exactly so i don't know because we got to remember i'm sorry i was just going to end it up like you know you got to remember what what city we're talking about and it's all all highly controlled over there so i just doubt it anyway sorry go ahead yeah have you guys heard of the trick bot gang trick bot gang yes no trick bot okay go ahead so they're uh, they're in a, they have seven alleged members and they're facing charges for their role in global fraud, data theft, and ransomware operations. Wow. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I've never heard of them. I'm kind of surprised I haven't heard of them. James, are you there? <laughs> and there goes James, right in the middle of his story. <coughs> I have to cut that segment out. James? We're having some technical issues. <laughs> James, are you well, there? That was lovely. Yeah, right in the middle <laughs> yeah. of your story. We're sitting here going, we, we, we waited, a, John and I waited a bated breath for you to continue about this, and then it was like dead air. Okay. Yeah, I was sitting there and I was talking and all of a sudden I hear it like trying to call John Bag. I'm like, okay, <laughs> awesome. So how far did I get? Uh, to, to, to the title, basically. Yeah, you got you got to the part where you talked about what they well what supposedly they were, they're doing. Yes. Yeah. So they they're facing charges for global fraud, data theft, ransomware operations, and they have roots in Russia, Ukraine, and Belarus. Hmm. Wow. Now one of the members. Aloe White, or Wit, it's kind of hard to figure out which the pronunciation of her last name is, W-I-T-T-E, so White or Wit, not sure. Um, So anyways, uh, she was arrested, uh, and her indictment was unsealed on February 8th, and she was arrested, detained in Miami, and then transferred back to Cleveland, where she's from. 
but she was trying to go straight right at the right when she got you know caught she was trying to turn her attention to go and see the world and go and do YouTube videos and social media things because apparently she made a, quite a bit of money at this. <laughs> so she's one of the few people I got to give respect to of being a criminal, make a certain amount of money, and then turn around and be like, I'm leaving this crap. <laughs> yeah. I got enough money I can go straight now. There's an interesting yeah, question. Exactly. Do do any of these cyber crimes have a sunset and when they can actually Why? prosecute these people? Yeah, oh, think, a statute of limitations or a sun, yeah. Uh, sun, yeah, sun, same, same kind um, of thing. Yeah, I would have think. I, you know, as far as I know, on federal crimes, it's a it's a bigger statute of limitations on it. So I don't know. I don't know the statute of limitations on cyber crimes, but I'm sure it differs. <laughs> I know that they're either have or are working on bills that would make the cybercrimes more, I don't know, uh, what's the term? So if you create, if you uh, are convicted for cybercrimes, the sentencing could be more strict. And uh, I don't know about the length of time on uh, statute of limitations or not. But. So it'd be like the difference between like uh, having cocaine and then having meth. Like, is there a difference? Yeah, one's oh. an incredible one. I think, if I remember correctly, having meth or like a crystal meth or whatever the the process of making that from so cocaine is, is heavier. Difference between meth and marijuana. Okay, I was gonna say because cocaine because <laughs> cocaine and meth are similar, but but if you have one, it's a higher sentencing. At least it used to be. I don't know. I have no idea. Right, let's see. Somebody asked this in two thousand nine. Because I'm not seeing anything that pops right up. Uh, uh, five years. All right, no, that that doesn't answer. <laughs> okay. So, so well, like James was looking that up. So I, I I know what the world has been wanting, but bated breath, they've wanted it ever since it went off went off the air in the sometime in the 80s kevin smith's upcoming series masters of the universe revelation has gone has gotten its first trailer from netflix hmm. now there has been at least one there's been at least anywhere between one to three different versions of it there was one full-on reboot that i remember this one is allegedly supposed to take place after the last Car the last episode of the original Masters of the Universe cartoon. Hmm. So I'm I'm. So apparently we're having some some technical issues. James, are you there? Yeah, I am. So <laughs> what I found on the statute of limitations, as I was trying to say before it hung up again, <laughs> is that the United States Code ten thirty is five years from the last criminal the last criminal conduct so if they catch something in five years they can do it but the civil actions so if it's a civilian catching them and reporting it it has to be brought within two years of the date of the act complained of or the date of the discovery of damages so it's somewhere between five years if it's if the federal authorities catch wind of it 
and then within two years if it's brought by a civilian agency to the to them so basically if you're it's not weird wording so basically you're not am, stupid am i tripping or is that weird rob it's odd <laughs> that's weird it is odd so basically yeah. if you're not stupid and don't get caught within like say six years you'll you won't be able to be persecuted for your crime sounds in, like in it. theory yeah yeah in practice but, it may be different. Uh, so but this is the interesting thing is that according to federal prosecutors in the six years leading to October 2018 <clears throat> they, that's when Russia allegedly the she grew up in Russia and that's when she formed the cyber the cyber syndicate known as Trickbot so I'm thinking like six years that's 2012 so she came over here in 2018 and then they started to go after her it's kind of weird wording i don't know i have to look into the court case to really understand what how they're doing that but i guess if she waited two more years she'd be free <laughs> i don't know very odd because there's a you know yeah. you're talking about a crime that was actually committed in another country and then she came over here and yeah. Then they're charging her for that crime that was committed in another country. So, but that's what it sounds like. But, but she weird. probably was doing stuff here. If she was still writing illicit code for them when she was here, they can prosecute her for that, I guess. So, yeah. Or did her? Or was she in? If, or the other one, if she was in another country and her crime happened here, they could. They, you can get nabbed for that. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it's an Interpol thing, so we're part so of the Interpol. Was, I did look at that, so it it can be uh, that also came up in my search for the statute of limitations is that ICE is involved in it. Oh, okay. ICE is involved in the cybercrime hunting. Um, the FBI, the post office, right. there, there's like at least six different agencies that are involved in the in searching for cybercrime. So yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So, have you guys uh, ever lost track of uh, 50 bullets? No. <laughs> well, after I shoot them? That I've done. Hey, you've lost. After you've I lost shoot the, them, I've lost You've the lost lead. the bullets. Have yeah. you lost 50 rounds of ammunition? Let's say a box of it, uh, you know, 9 million. No. Have you lost, nope. lost that? Never. Okay. Nope. So. I know exactly what happens to it. <laughs> On Monday, TSA agents at LaGuardia Airport in New York stopped the man after they found 50 bullets in his carry-on bag. The man, according to TSA, told agents he was unaware the bullets were in his bag. <laughs> so... How the heck does uh, one become unaware of where you placed your box of bullets? Lisa Farburn of TSA spoken, spokesman said, said on Twitter. Hmm. Back to using Twitter again, I see. <laughs> that I could, So apparently it's not uncommon. They catch a lot of people. So now that you say that, I can totally see somebody using that bag, you know, going to the range, putting all their kit in there and just being a dumbass and not like, taking all the stuff out or as you're they're such in a hurry they're not taking everything out you know i could see that yeah. so you want a good laugh yeah um so the last time i flew out to hawaii i went out to hawaii and then on my trip back i was in my wheelchair and guess what they stopped me for <laughs> a shell <laughs> no <laughs> 
gunshot residue on my wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then that's the, when they found it on my flight back from Hawaii. All right. Yeah. They didn't catch so you they, going. So I went through everything there and going there. And then I'm like, then they swam my chair and I start chuckling. And my friend who was with me, he's like, why are you laughing? I'm like, just wait. I guarantee they're going to find, cause you know, I went, I go shooting quite often or I haven't recently for multitude of reasons. Thank you, California. But, um, yeah, you know, so I was shooting more often back then, and I'm like, I gar- I bet they're gonna find some, you know, gunpowder residue or something, you know, some type of residue on there, and they did. Mm. <laughs> so what did they make you do? Oh, they just came over and were like, uh, we're just gonna, you know, go over your chair and you know, check your hands and all this stuff. And I'm like, well, you know, I went shooting probably a couple months ago, maybe. And so they went over everything and they're like, okay, you can go, but that's it. That's, you know, I told them, I, yeah, I, I have gone shooting recently, but you know, I obviously don't have a gun on me or bullets or explosives. I've, I've got <sighs> one better when, uh, my honeymoon, when I, I got married, my wife and I were going to Florida to a, a particular park. And so I had bought new pants because all of mine were pretty beat up. So I, I hadn't, I have not been shooting two or three years prior to that, just because life didn't allow me to do it really. And literally they they go up to the tube scanner, they do all that. And then they do the swab and they detect like bomb slash gunpowder residue. And it's like, sir, um, have you been yada yada? I said, I don't remember the last time. And then they swab my wife (laughs) and it's just like newly married on her honeymoon. And I end up getting searched and then my wife ends up, my, my brand new bride ends up getting swabbed for gunpowder residue when I literally hadn't touched a gun in two years. Yeah, well, you know what's so funny is that all of those years I was shooting competitive, whatever I was shooting, never once, and I mean, never once did, it, did I ever get caught for that, nor uh, even when I was going in and, the, in and out of the Pentagon and doing all this stuff I was In the doing. millions of rounds that you oh, fired. Oh, yeah, and that, that once. But you two guys, <laughs> kind of funny. I had, yeah, I literally had not been shooting in years and I get flagged for, oh, you got gunpowder residue. It's like, who was wearing these pants before me? (laughs) Yeah, you know, you probably bought those pants from Costco and you just never know the people that are handling those things. Uh, (laughs) Oh, I don't trust anybody. So, uh, So, you guys hear that New York is going to be having a, new not so surprise surprise this coming fourth of july okay no i missed that one did you hear about this one no all right so um the bronze statue known as little sister which has been at the national museum of arts and crafts in central paris is going to be installed right across from the Statue of Liberty on Ellis Island. So the mini version of the Statue of Liberty that has been in France since uh, 2011 is going to be shipped over here and put on Ellis Island. Oh, wow. Hmm. Yeah. Because they can? So it's, yeah, (laughs) uh, it's uh, just uh, shy of 10 feet tall. And it's an exact replica of the 1978 model that is the plaster model that has been preserved over there. So 
I don't know why they're sending it over here. It doesn't say that, but um, yeah. Hmm. They probably, For some reason, they, they're sick of the looking at it, so they're sending it over here. <laughs> like, United States needs more freedom. Yeah, send them over there. We don't want to have anything. There. So, will we wonder that? You should wonder this. Do you want to keep up to date on the maddest of the mad at the Mad Trio podcast? Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or go to themadtrio.com. So under the <laughs> under the uh, duh category, let me just read you a, he- a headline here. Vigorous exercise can raise your heart attack risk. So first question (laughs) is, what's the definition of rigorous exercise? Because I can think of a number of things off the top of my head that would, that would, uh, including one activity that made a former pro wrestler stroke out (laughs) or almost stroke out. So the American Heart Association has said that uh, they they reviewed more than 300 scientific studies and found that the risk of heart attack or other cardiac events, like sudden cardiac death, as a result of this type of exercise has risen. The risk of both increased during the shortly and shortly after bouts of physical exertion. I, I use that all the time for the reason I don't exercise. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, no physical. I don't want to. No, vigorous exercise for me. I don't want to die. I, I, they, they need some examples. You talk about mountain climbing, or they talk about long distance marathon. Skydiving. Like oh, marathon running. They talk, <laughs> Skydiving, yeah. They talk about coitus. I mean, they, they, they need more descriptors here. Well, you get what you get, so use your imagination. That's all they throw out. Say, just don't do vigorous exercise, whatever the hell vigorous means. Fuck, try having a, f- a four-year-old at almost 40. That's vigorous enough. Yeah, there you go. Jeez. <laughs> that's, the worst, that, that's the worst article ever. That just... <laughs> oh, Well, boy. you know, uh, there are... Th- Lots of terrible articles, uh, hence our show. As we know. Uh, That's right. We're here to bring the worst of the worst or the best of the best, depending on what you're looking at. So John's favorite governor (laughs) is uh, putting out a new vaccine incentive called California Dream Vacations. Have you heard of this? Yes, I've heard of this. I just heard about it. He announced it today. So six, six dream vacation packages within the state are going to be given away. So in addition to that, they're going to get $2,000 to offset travel costs, and we'll have a variety of culinary experiences from around the state. And, 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 and don't forget, most likely, just like any time you go, you win any certification, you're going to require to pay taxes on all so, the Oh, right. Exactly. So, you're going to have to declare it. Here are the six packs, packages. Okay. Discover the best of Anaheim package for four. <laughs> Greater Palm Spring luxury package for two. <laughs> Premium Los Angeles experience for four. San Diego Beach dream vacation for four. San Diego downtown dream vacation for four. And San Francisco, this is in quotes, our gate is open. Welcome package for four. I, I have to be honest. None of those sound particularly wonderful. Well, you know, what I'd be interested to know is if Governor Newsom has 
uh, property in each of those locations. <laughs> Probably. I know he does in San Francisco. I believe he does in L.A. So I, I, I am curious. So if you do if you do the San Francisco trip, are they going to give you those little booties that you put around your, your shoes like you go into those fancy people's homes who They're don't want you walking on the carpet? I guess. Um, really? I mean, I, I'll be honest. The last place, I know San Diego's beautiful. I've seen pictures, but the last thing I want to do is really go there. I've seen pictures. I've seen pictures. Spending a fair amount of time in San Diego, I can tell you it's a very, <laughs> parts of it are very nice and parts of it are not. And just like just about everywhere you go. I, the the I, only one that I would even be interested in is Anaheim or Los Angeles. And what I'd do is I'd take the cash and sell the other crap. <laughs> be, uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you know, that's really what I do. And then I go and do my own thing in Los Angeles because i mean if they're doing the los angeles one and they don't send these idiots to the la brea tar pits to smell the tar <laughs> screw y'all because <laughs> that's about like all i think of when they say go experience los angeles you so, know? Like, okay. experience los angeles the crime the smog the tar <laughs> i mean come on it's <laughs> i've i've been to los angeles a couple of times there's really not a whole lot that i want to experience you know, yeah. I have a really, I have a big problem with this whole incentivize people to go get their vaccines. I figured you would. I do. I just think it's bullshit. Why? <laughs> because you you need to do it's it. Bribery. Okay. I'm okay with being bribed. I don't have a problem with that. I have a problem with the fact that you know, if you if you can't do it for the good of the country or the good of your own self, then screw it. I'm not going to want it because where's that money coming from? That's coming out of my money that I pay the gosh darn state of California and out of your money and out of James's money. And they're giving yeah. it away to incentivize somebody to go get their damn vaccine. But if, if, if I got, see, if I won, I would be okay. Minus the fact I'd probably pay you a have shit to go damn vaccine to get win. You're not even vaccinated. Unfortunately, I, ha I yeah. have my family's uh -huh. luck too, so I'm not going to win. You're not even oh. vaccinated. I don't care. Mute. Your dad <laughs> is your family. <laughs> Just pointing out, and, he's, and he is. So, you know. Well. Just saying, John. He yeah. hasn't died yet. I, I mean, uh, Bill Gates is probably tracking him, but I, he hasn't I, died yet. I, I'm gonna. <laughs> I wouldn't got my vaccine, so the bastard wouldn't give it to me. I'm in a I'm in a career where I don't actually see people ever. <laughs> I don't go anywhere. He's got I don't every see anywhere. excuse under the sun. Man, are you vaccinated, James? Half. <laughs> well, that's better than none. <laughs> I get the next one next Monday. There you go. So, yeah. So just think, Apple James, there. just think you could win a nice, wonderful trip to Watts. And I already told you what I'd do with it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nathan. Uh. Well, there's the, also the, I think they're doing a $50 gift cards for oh. like the first 2 million recently to get vaccinated. Hey, hold on, hold they're on, hold on. Time out. I don't get yep. the gift card shit. I've no, been. Well, think about this. Think about this. $50 times 2 million, John. I get it. I just don't get the gift card. Where is that money. money coming from? I know where it's coming from. You're good because you paid it. Yeah. So did I. I just don't. <laughs> see, I don't get. I've paid to. I've been paid 25. I got paid $25 
for uh, uh, to get vaccinated. <laughs> I got paid twenty five dollars to be a professional cameraman and video editing for someone. He said, "Here you go. This is your payment." And it was a fucking Starbucks gift card. <laughs> it, and I that happened a couple of times, and that's how the, the this particular person paid me. And I'm like. And, and, and then I vaguely remember some kvetching. It's like, dude, this would have cost you a thousand dollars. That's, that's, uh, how about giving me, I, I don't know, another 25. <sighs> I, I, the gift card thing. I don't, I don't understand that. It, really? I think the trend, some people feel it's better to give a gift card than to give cash. I would rather have cash. I don't disagree with you, but cash <clears> is there are people really that feel it. Cash, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I don't actually, the incentivizing part doesn't, <coughs> doesn't bother me reasonably. I think it's, it's possibly a better cause than saying, paying somebody to clean up the poop okay. in San Francisco. Well, the way I look at it, gift cards is that if I get paid by somebody giving me a gift card that I wasn't expecting, let's just say, um, so the, the spinal cord ward that I used to be at, I signed up to every so often, every few years, I will fill out a form that they send me to keep them updated on my progress and et cetera, et cetera. And they use it for data to help improve their, their, you know, their program is what they do. And every so often I've been doing this since. 1999 every so often they'll give me a gift card out of that so i expect that gift card when they say that they're going to send it but if somebody gives me a gift card that i'm not expecting i always wonder did they get it for free (laughs) (laughs) they got it as a gift out of their pocket (laughs) they got it as a gift -gift. there you go the regifted it you see i don't actually mind thought that matters see i don't actually mind getting gift cards (laughs) from people however i do not like getting gift cards as payment for a service that like said like using my extremely expensive camera to video record somebody along with editing and this particular person pays me in gift cards they have no idea the value that you provided them that that so well they should consider it took me five minutes to set up my camera you think well you know how many people they probably went to before they said hey john's cheap let's just get yes i I actually know how many i know how many see Oh, <laughs> you were the only one. I was the only one. See, there's the problem. Yeah, was you a- needed to have contact so and so, and he'll give you a bid at so high that they went, "Whoa!" You know what I should have done is say, "Hey, do me a favor and hand him James's phone number and just have James bullshit him." Sure. See, you expect no, me to answer a number I don't know. <laughs> I don't expect you to answer numbers you do know. Well, <laughs> uh, you are you are true. <laughs> I mean, for a long time to get a hold of James required smoke signals and luck. Yeah. Yeah. Because I wouldn't even pay attention to smoke signals. Oh, there's a fire. I got a follow on from Bill Gates. All right. According to Fox Business Report, the other bastion of all things knowledgeable, but I, I believe Fox Business before a couple of the other named outfits that we talked about. Vanity earlier. Fair is fair, <laughs> according to the name. Did you know Bill Gates, Bill Gates grows potatoes for McDonald's? Yep. And one of the world's largest farms. Did, yeah. It's so vast. All the amount of acreage that he owns is so vast, it can be seen from outer space. And it is dwarfed by his ego. <laughs> hmm. hmm. I actually didn't know that he did that. Yeah. He owns, uh, gosh, his, he has so much land. They go, it's not done in acres. It's done in heck acres. Oh, my God. 
This, this, this is coming from the same guy who had an idea. Hey, let's blot out the sun for a while. That should stop global warming. <laughs> yeah, he was going to put that well, big sail up. We can just we just blow up the sun and then you yeah, know, you don't yeah. worry about global warming That's at all. Right. Wouldn't have any problem. I think I saw that sci-fi movie. Wait, never mind. That was the one. The sun. That was the one they were trying to restart the sun with a talking missile. So thirty years ago, NASA last visited Venus. NASA, yes, NASA. And so there have now. NAFTA. <laughs> NAFTA visited. It's like, wait a minute. That agreement. That <laughs> agreement sorry. was bigger than I thought it was. Sorry, NASA. Okay, go ahead. So there are two new missions. To go and explore the atmosphere, yes, that are that have been proposed. So now they're scheduled to be launched in 2028 and 2030. Guess how much it's going to (laughs) cost? When it comes to space, I never even hazard to guess. Well, now. It's an estimated right now. It's <laughs> they've an estimate. only been awarded. <clears throat> they've only been awarded the money so far. So as we know, they, they you know, it's government. They go grossly over budget constantly. So I say it's pretty cheap. Five hundred million dollars. Oh. Well gee. That seems cheap to me. I mean that's that's a couple of toilet seats and a, pe- a hammer at the Pentagon. So I mean reasonably that's not too bad. 500 million. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So For two missions. Two missions to fly all the way out there and explore the atmosphere and check everything. This would be that fun. Kind of cheap. It, reasonably, it, it's not too expensive. I wonder, um, I wonder, like, how long it takes to actually get there. I know you can only launch to Mars. Uh, there's a couple of windows a, a year where you can do it successfully. Well, where it's fast. within a reasonable time frame. Yeah. Other with like, like seven years of the way. So. Yeah. I but I don't know. That, that, I think it's cheap, and I, I, I actually kind of like the idea. So <clears throat> who do you think? We haven't gone over there and done any of that in a long time. So, so, so who do Go you ahead, think John. is going to be the first <laughs> company, private company, to land on the moon, and can they? And can they legally do it? Can say Elon Musk decide to take space SpaceX to the moon? Hmm. Could the government stop him? Well, I, uh, know, I believe the government can pretty much stop anything or anybody for anything whenever they want. So it's all all dependent. Well, um, private companies do shoot satellites out there quite often. Well, because he's he's making the star the starship, and it's like SN it's like SN twelve SN thirteen. If he decided to test landing on the moon, you know, could they could they stop him? And if and if no, who do you think is going to be the first country in the world to have a private citizen, private corporation land on the moon? So this is all guess. So you, yeah. you're talking about we've got. Uh, you got Elon Musk, you got Bezos, Bezos and yeah. the, ver- the 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 and guy Virgin from Virgin Atlantic. Atlantic. Yeah, yeah. And what about the Chinese? Well, okay, that's. Don't they have companies that can 
get up there? I, I, I could, sure they do. I think all state sponsored though, so I'm not sure that that's fair. No, I think right now, as far as my understanding, there's there's little rocket <clears throat> companies who are happening who kind of pop up since uh, Elon Musk got into it. But I still think the three we listed are more advanced than everybody. And I think right now, I still think SpaceX is the most advanced because I haven't seen anybody successfully reland rockets. Yeah, that's true. Huh. Well, well I would NASA say just, Go ahead, Rob. NASA just finished building their uh, $18.6 billion space launch system, and that's the one that's supposed to uh, go to the moon for, for United States. And that's... Uh, they call it a mega rocket because it's it's going to be able to. I got to remember this. It's going to be able to house all the supplies, all the material, and everything needed, including the. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait! The mega rocket is it, that reminds me so much of spaceballs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, and the and their Orion capsule, all all supposed to go they out. They definitely run out of names. <laughs> yeah. Mega City One just went plaid. Well, you know, they made a, one of their nerds over there probably called it that on, on purpose, you know, if you think about it. Maybe. We'll yeah, call it a mega rocket. I, I did hear you talk about this. Some of the astronauts that landed on the moon were actually vehemently, apparently, against Elon Musk and what he was doing. Hmm. Being, and I don't, I, I've never heard the opposite article why, but there was an interview with Musk and the guy, the gentleman uh, interviewing Elon actually said, so you heard, I forgot the particular person, People talked but said they were really against you and spoke out against what you're doing. Most likely because it's a private corporation doing this. Well, sure, because the, they, they were all military people and they were all government. And, you know, it was the only way it ever was going to be done back then was. Yeah, by, no, nobody by was government. rich enough or no. thought it would be worth the investment. And don't forget, like, if, if y'all aren't as, as old as the old guy, the moon missions and all that were fairly controversial for the day, too, to some degree. Well, Especially you know, until we actually did it the first time, nobody thought it was going to be possible, and they were, nobody even thought that those guys were going to survive it. There was, oh, I, yeah. I wish I remember the people's name, but there was somebody who spoke out against it, saying the money should go towards the homeless, and that's been one of those arguments about military, about space, yeah. about all that stuff all along from from the start. It's always been said, you know, we're misappropriating funds, and you know, you could feed, you know, twenty thousand starving children for your one shot to the moon. That was the one because I, I, when I was researching the controversies surrounding the, the moon landing, not, not the, we never made it to the moon, man. It was the, the actual uh, f controversy surrounding. There were a surprising a number of organizations and a number of people that were speaking against NASA and the Apollo program and the Mercury program and all that. Mm -hmm. that, that amazed me because that's not something that really made the history books. Well, I don't think it was prevalent you always have small pockets of people i mean it's no different than people calling you know the flat earthers and, and uh, all the other stuff that's out there it's going no they can't go up there because they'll fall off the edge and uh so you just never you know who knows what was his name i wish i remembered there was one particular guy that uh if i can find it again i'll 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 i'll, I'll bring it on next week but there was an interesting like one fairly popular guy that was against it. And I just cannot remember his name for the life of me. Cause I've read it in an article a couple of times. Okay. Well, um, I'm sure, I'm sure there was, I, I have no doubt about it. Cause I remember even hearing it back then. 
you know, people were saying, <clears throat> yeah, I remember even back in my day that, you know, if you, you, you know, my pether, mother always shamed me into the fact that if I don't eat all my food, you know, look at all the starving children, children in China. So, you know, I and, said, pack it up and send it. And you didn't walk white <laughs> for a week. <laughs> this was, this is back in the sixties when child abuse was legal. <laughs> yeah. It's not new. Hmm. We're going to have to edit out that you even said that. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you do, you do limp. So, uh, so hold on. I found something. This is on the Atlantic, uh, the moondoggle, the forgotten opposition to the Apollo program. Uh, I'm trying to see the guys. Random sounds. <laughs> it's uh, all the dying children. Yeah. Oof. So it's coming from China. So there's there's an Atlantic article. I'll see if I can actually find there because there was one particular guy that that was the most spoken out of all the people I could find. Yeah. Um, so any any follow up stories? Any little quips? Anything? Because oh, I did bring up before uh, we had issues with James the first time. Is they're bringing back He Man? Um, this is by Kevin Smith. It's being rebooted. Uh, no. It's being rebooted after the last episode of the original He Man, hmm. which is. Totally Kevin Smith, but I'm actually surprised anybody's letting him do that because there's been at least two, maybe three reboots of that particular franchise that I can remember. Well, he makes it sound like he's going to be doing it very close to what it used to be. So we'll see. I'm, you know, I loved He-Man as a kid. Um, I actually remember when the, uh, I got to see the, the movie in the theaters, which at the time as a kid, it's awesome. As an adult, it's awesome, but for a completely different reason. Um, He-Man. So I, I'm kind of curious to see how it does. I know the Thundercats reboot um, lasted a season, maybe two seasons before it got canceled. I know they're trying to bring back... Same with Voltron. Oh, wow. That There's been at least two or three different reboots of Voltron. The latest one didn't last. Not that I saw. I saw it was only maybe two seasons, I think. Interesting. I the IMDb that. I'm actually not surprised Voltron didn't last because the original one has such a cult following. Um, I know they're trying to reboot Perfect Strangers, which I think isn't... Yeah, in- Voltron Legendary Defender 2016 to 2018, so 76 episodes. Wow. Hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm actually not surprised, to be honest. I, I didn't figure that one would last. I didn't think Thundercats would last either. Uh, Johnny yeah. Quest, for example, is probably in time for a reboot because it had, it's originally 1967, a 1960s property was on one season because mul- and it got canceled for multiple reasons. There's an 80s version that was on for a season and then one in the 90s that had two seasons. So that's probably going to be rebooted soon. I know there's allegedly a movie starring The Rock who is allegedly going to play Race Bannon. Mm. So, okay. So I'm, I'm curious to see with all the, the reboots happening. So, ladies and gentlemen, is there anything you would like to end with? I'm good. James? <laughs> Did we lose? No, okay. James, nothing? <laughs> We're saying goodbye. <laughs> We're ending the okay. show. Good night. <laughs> so I'll, I'll tell you, everybody should go out and listen to Pink Floyd's Umaguma album just because and for the old guy the fat man the california pariah as always thank you for listening Bye-bye. good night <laughs>